You're listening to DraftKings Network. You guys smoke for the entire uh, soccer industry, and I absolutely love it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Nigerian Scams. Tosa McKinney, everybody. Hey! What's going on? Wow. It's good to like, finally work. We don't even say we were trying to do this for like last two Bro. years. Bro, we went and got lunch, and I, t- I shot a picture. We, we share a representative. I shot a picture, and he was just wrote back, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly that's exactly what you should be saying right now yeah. is, oh, no. I know who's saying, oh, no, is Christian. He's like, all the work we put in. Yeah. These two are going to tear it down in seconds. Yeah. It's like all that hard work. Like, you wouldn't invite the Nigerians. A hundred percent. What's up? Shouts to Bristopher Braffleby. Uh, the B thing. I don't know. You probably don't listen to the show every week, but uh, when I was growing up if you messed up like a like a shot in basketball or something you'd be like oh, yeah I remember. yeah you'd be like no nah, man that's i didn't meant to do that on purpose y'all I, patrick bluing showed me that you would just put a b or a bl okay it's completely taken over our chat so you will be experiencing this okay uh for everyone listening uh thank you so much for listening i know christian always wants to do an intro okay and look he's not here but fine let's sati- satiate <laughs> his need for professionalism yeah i'm alexis guerreros this is Tosin mckinday today we're the cooligans uh thank you for you know follow hit subscribe the whole nine become a member join the patreon you get a bunch of exclusive stuff in fact my speech from the wedding will be on the patreon so if you want to check that out uh we could do that uh higher than recommended bitrate well then whatever buddy handle it what Google. Um, what were you drinking when you made the speech so okay so uh they had two drinks that were named after themselves right helene his uh fiance and now wife had a spicy margarita okay which is exactly what you think about when you think of a blonde Jewish woman from upstate New York. Uh, <laughs> spicy margarita. And then Christian's was a blueberry mojito. A little bit closer, right? He's Dominican. Yeah. It's a little bit closer to the vibes. But I would have switched them. Yeah. You know? 100%. 100%, right? Um, oh, hey. But so I started, I, I had one spicy margarita and it was great, by the way. Shouts to the wedding. The wedding was incredible. Okay. Uh, but then I switched. I had one spicy margarita. Then I switched. I had two blueberry mojitos. And then I was like, like yo, let me get a let me. I'm more of a like a Manhattan drinker. I like the dark liquors, you know. Of course, you're Cuban. It's of course, guano, right? Everything you gotta you gotta drink things that make you angry when you're Cuban. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, which we call? So I said, yo, do you have like uh, do you have any like bourbon and stuff? They're like, no, we have no whiskey, no bourbon. I said, can I just get like a Jack and Coke? Not realizing Jack is also a whiskey, and he was like, no, but I got Brugal, and I was like, all right, I'll do a Brugal and Coke. My guy filled seventy five percent of the cup with Brugal, and the yeah. rest like a splash of coke like oh look let's just change the color of the brugat i had like three of those before i got up to speak okay and no notes off the top okay off so the dome freestyle. off the dome i love that and uh a lot of people came up and said it was funny none of the two family members did though like none of the parents or anyone well, I, would did find that funny. I would not find that funny either if i was a parent no they were very upset uh error please use a keyframe frequency of four seconds or less do you know what any of this means brian Brian's back there fixing this. Uh, can you hear us and can you see us? Let us know in the chat. Yeah. It's very important. A nice technical difficulties. Uh, a nice cold brew says scams is here. Yeah. Unserious behavior. I should have won one serious uh, <laughs> today. I should have. This, this is just like the B thing has completely taken over our chat. Unserious has made its way into the vernacular of the sport. Not even sport. Like I saw some dude from like Washington Post tweet it. I was like, the fuck is going on? Yo, bro. I was like, what is, what is happening? This Yo, is the DMV. Happening. The DMV loves you, man. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about where this Unserious thing started because I saw it pop up. 
Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm Nigerian, so growing up, this is how your uncles and your aunties talk. And yeah. It just was a thing that we, I just started tweeting, and then all of a sudden. What's an example of something growing up where they would say you were unserious? I mean, just everything. Not taking like your school. Just everything's unserious yeah. at this point. Like, I mean, I can give you a soccer example. Give me a soccer example. May not have from 2013 till now. <laughs> it's like the most perfect example of what unserious is. Like, that's not a serious club at all. But that's the best example I'll give you. I think if you. If you kind of see what they've done the last decade, you kind of know exactly. Buddy, I'm, I've been enjoying it. Uh, I haven't been able to enjoy what Arsenal's been doing, but I have been enjoying that. Shouts to B26768. Uh, Thank you for becoming a supporter. Uh, appreciate you. Love you. Thank you so much. I uh, love the Jew. I love the jersey. Blarusha Blortman. See what I'm saying? <laughs> it's completely it's taken over. The whole thing, though. It's completely taken over. Uh, I absolutely love the chat. Shouts to all the regulars. Crimson Pizza, Michael Raymond, John Carl Tritt, uh, Steven Stupka, Tommy V said echo chamber are we getting a lot of echo the speakers are on oh well this episode's going to be a little echoey uh yeah we're in an empty comedy club so you're going to get some echo on this one how much brugal and el presidente did you have alexis and justin freeberg uh no presidente i didn't have any beer i drank straight hard liquor uh and then i uh and then when i got home i was like man when I woke up, I was like, I slept like a baby. And my wife's like, you snored. <laughs> like people were sawing trees out of the ground. <laughs> so uh, I guess I did not sleep like a baby. Also, fucking mosquito in my apartment. A mosquito? Yeah. Wow. Does that not, do you, I can't sleep when there's a mosquito in the apartment. Like as if we're back home. Yo, bro, I had to put the covers over my head just to go to bed. Yeah. Grown man scared of a mosquito. It'd be like that. Bro, I honestly, if a guy with a gun was in my bedroom, I'd be like, all right, whatever. I didn't, I don't owe you money. You know what I mean? I'm going to go back to bed. A mosquito? Turn the lights on. We got to figure this thing out. Got to get it out. <laughs> we got to negotiate with this mosquito. Have to. Have to. Uh, Carson Merckx at Scams, most famous guy I know, going to text just to make sure the number didn't change. He... First of all, works with a famous boxer. Ooh. Yeah, so I don't know what he's talking How about. How famous? Like, I mean, he's with K. Abdo famous. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Tell, ask Carson. He'll tell you who his boxer is. I'm not going to tell him, but he'll tell you. Very nice. Yeah. Speaking of boxers, shouts to uh, Newark legend, or soon to be legend, Shakur Stevenson. I think he's like 145. Kid's great. He's amazing, yeah. bro. Speaking of other, like from Baltimore, um, yeah. Tank. Another. Oh, Tank is yeah. making a big name. Wasn't he? He was just on that big podcast. I think so. Uh, what uh, was that? Million million dollars worth of game, thousand dollars worth of game, whatever. Like yeah, yeah, it was just on there. Tank Kid is, is Tank. Tank is Tank is an incredible boxer. Sick. Cooligans after dark. Hola desde Peru. Hey, Pablo Nelson went back home. Uh, no cafecito at the wedding, Alexis. Bro, there was there was coffee station, but it was like regular coffee, and I was like, can we get? <laughs> also, I want to give a shout out to Helene. I was a little nervous about the food. I downloaded the Popeyes app just in case. I would have ordered <laughs> it. I would have ordered it. Uh, but I will say the food was very good. In particular. They had a gelato station. I went up. Half the options were vegan. And I was like, oh, no. Vegan gelato. Okay. Okay. I was like, oh, no. Are we really doing this? And then there was a, a Snickers flavor. I'm a big Snickers fan. Are you okay. a Snickers fan? Love Snickers. Snickers is cool. Okay. So I was like, let me try the Snickers. And the guy looks at me and goes, that's one of the vegan ones. I go, you can't do vegan Snickers. That would make no sense. And then I tried it. And I was like, I will have 17 scoops of this. Okay. It was incredible. Yeah. Shouts to vegan ice cream, vegan gelato. That's a lot of changes have been made while I've been sitting back here hating. <laughs> <laughs> They've gone from unserious to very serious. You know who was very serious, speaking of? Mm -hmm. Nigeria. Uh, I heard they won 10 nil. Yes. <laughs> that is our highest, goal, highest ever goal for a game ever. I'm assuming Iwobi had nothing to do with this. Oh, Iwobi definitely was a big part of it. it all right. Am I, am I wrong by assuming that 
the way Awobi played the last few matches for Everton is how he always plays for Nigeria. 100%. The thing is, and I've said it for a minute, Awobi's much better central. Uh-huh. Um, just a few years, he was having to play out wide. Right, and we put him on the wings. Yeah. because We being Arsenal. Yeah, and they did at Everton as well. Yeah. But he's now more central in Nigeria. Our new coach is playing a 4-4-2, and it's... Literally the nineties. Like it was like nineties. You got right. two wingers bombing forward. Oh. And then you got two seven midfielders, two strikers, and God bless. Four black. Yeah. And we scored ten today. Yeah. So Wait, some FIFA ninety eight shit. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And dog. I woke up this morning and I was just like, I don't know what I'm expect from Nigeria. I saw ten goals. Victor Osman had four, so I was just like that. Against who? Satome and Principe. Okay. But that might be thing. that might be why. But here's the thing though. You gotta beat up on those teams. You hundred percent. So this is we've talked about this. Europeans try to, uh, you know, downplay uh, the co- the uh yeah. World Cup qualifying because they're saying there's only ten countries in, in the continent. It's like you play the sides of mountains, right? They play San Marino, yeah, Liechtenstein, yeah. right? These are these are small. That's Cleveland. Liechtenstein is Cleveland with nicer buildings. <laughs> it's really all it is. <laughs> it's really all it is. Bro, you're beating up on a city as mm-hmm. a country. Yeah. But, I mean, look, you got to score heavy against them, right? But when they say, like, Cristiano Ronaldo scored the most, uh, you know, in, in international football, I'm always like, I mean, Messi, against who, Messi though? just scored five against Faroe Island. So, Messi, Messi's like, imagine if Messi got to play. Bro. He probably scored, like, three points of goals. Imagine Messi got to play dog shit teams like Faroe Island, Gibraltar, or England. I mean, I mean, they would just be. England. <laughs> just I love be, that. <laughs> he would just be racking up the goals. Usually, I was wait. I was, I was trying to be like, wait, wait. That's nice. rule of three, baby. That, that, that's that's gotta be great. funny. That's great. Uh, Kaepernick's Ben and Jerry's uh, flavor is vegan. It's very non-vegan, uh, and as a non-vegan, it's very damn good. Yeah, it was uh, rice milk is what they used for okay. it, which is good because a lot of times it's just coconut flavor. They'd be like, "This is chocolate, vegan chocolate." I'm like, it tastes like coconut. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste like anything else. Uh, for the mosquito, close the door, light a candle, and turn out the lights in the room. Mosquito will go to the light and take care of itself. What in the Marvin Gaye is going on over right? here? <laughs> this is B26768. Damn, bro. He's trying to seduce a uh, mosquito. Put on some Al Green <laughs> and the rest will take care of itself. Put some lotion on you. Right? Put the mosquito will go to sleep. That's... Listen, that's that's your that's your prerogative. Go for it, man. Awobi is the size of a running back, says Bay Area Gunner. I mean, Awobi is definitely he definitely got you know a lot, uh, putting a lot of mass. I'm trying to think of the the perfect word to right. say. Put a lot of mass. He went from Christian to Alexis. He's sliding. <laughs> he's sliding. He's sliding on the scale. Uh, wait, Alexis is actually talking about soccer. Scam's gonna pull off a mask and reveal he was Christian the entire time <laughs> to keep Alexis on topic. Look, I I, I promised we would we would talk about soccer for a good portion of the show yeah uh i so mean listen if, if you want me to talk about anything listen I, I i'm i could i could do that man that's I, the thing i like about tosa man you just wherever the conversation goes he's all right yeah listen i uh there's a lot of things i want to talk about I me mean, i started peaky blinders this weekend see or did you did you go from the first are you on the first I'm episode the, i just finished the first season okay what, it gets, I, what, what i'll say is this 10 out of 10 i'm i'm, I'm really i'm so enthralled you're sold i'm i also the first 15 minutes in this shit i saw a black dude with with lots of 19 1921 <laughs> in birmingham, in birmingham. <laughs> you're like you know what yeah i like this this is it this yeah, is yeah, it. yeah 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 we're doing inclusive yeah. <laughs> i was like you gotta you gotta do with a, with, a, with a caribbean accent in birmingham in 1919 <laughs> I'm, I'm all the way in. just bought everyone buys in i yeah. love it i yeah. look i think the you'll see as it goes you know, it becomes a little like, car- not cartoonish. They kind of, 
was it Tommy ends up becoming a little bit of like a like an action hero like you know he can almost defy gravity and shit like there's a little bit of that but the first few seasons are pretty dope hey listen man they take some liberties with stuff like that so yeah which I look it's like Fast and the Furious start out couple first people. and foremost that is the greatest franchise ever at this point it is I what are we 10 films in Probably, yeah. I think we're at 10 now. Right. I mean, they went to space in a Toyota Celica. I'll tell you that. I mean, they were doing things. That was one of the first movies I saw when I came to America, though. So you were like, which one? The first one? Yeah. But that one was, yo, undercover cops, gang, stealing out the Best Buy uh, DVDs. Right. (laughs) Now it's. You know they're 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 saving the planet. You yeah. know there's an elephant involved. There's they're skydiving with I with mean, with uh, Fords. Ty- Tyrese was doing donuts in Russia on yeah. ice in a Lamborghini. Right. And it was just like at some point you got to suspend reality. Yeah. And yeah. just realize this is just pure entertainment. By see when they brought the when they brought the Japanese dude back after killing him, that's when I was like, oh y'all can do whatever it you want. It wasn't even that. Like it was like the third or fourth one. I told my old roommate, I was like, you notice they never stopped for gas? He's like, wait, what? Like, that's hilarious. I was like, think about it. I was like, when have you ever seen them stop for gas just, in Fast Fury? They, they just all <laughs> they're, Oh, by the way, they're constantly meta- mashing the pedal to the floor. I've never yeah, stopped. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, yo, you're driving these heavy trucks and right. cars, not stopping for gas. It doesn't make any sense. In other countries. Yeah. Like, you're in London doing, like, no one, you've been to London. You yeah. know, like, you can't drive that fast. You're not even allowed to drive in the parts of London they were driving in. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Here they are. So, wild. Greatest franchise ever. I that Fast and the Furious, dusty as hell, says Bay Area Guna. Tyrese went to space, bro. I know. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it can happen. I believe Tyrese actually did that in real life. Get in your Toyota Celica mm-hmm. and just go to space, bro. Yeah. Go, get two guys who build race cars to help you get into space. I believe yeah. it. We're going to send Alexis and Christian to space. <laughs> Christian <laughs> bro, gets back. <laughs> I'd be the first to go. Christian be like, I'm not sure I want to. I'd be like, yo, strap in. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about uh, the transfers. Uh, okay. For those of you who don't know, the gentleman to my left is unfortunately a Manchester United fan. Since 95. Since 95. Yeah. So Class of 92 was it for you. This was... That's what brought you in. Andy Cole was the reason I'm a United fan. Really? I actually tell the... Actually, since we're live, I told the full story I'm a United fan. Let's go. So I was going to start, obviously, with my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, Legend. I absolutely love my dad. Um, Right. Born in London. He moved to Nigeria in the 80s. The first game he ever saw was a Liverpool game. He saw John Barnes on TV in the mid-80s. Completely sold it. I'm right. Done. Had me in 90. Had my younger brother. So, obviously, as a dad, he wants your kids to follow the same team as you. Right. And as you know me, I'm a little shit starter. Like, I've always been that. Since a kid. And I, knew, and I knew my dad, like, would, he hated United. Right. So, as a three, four-year-old, I'm like, hey, it's United. Let me, like, lean towards this team. Right. How do I twist the knife, says a yeah. three-year-old Tosin. Yeah. So, he ends up giving me a <laughs> Liverpool kid. I'm like, I don't want this. And it's mom take it back and Andy Cole joins in 95 and you see a black dude who's playing striker and just like you know what that's my team that's my guy so Andy Cole joined and then United went great and it's also that too is like you know this team is being everybody it's, yeah it's it's the right era I mean I became an Arsenal fan right as they just were incredible so it's yeah, like what are you gonna do you know like United were beating everybody up and then you know seen everything and then now you know we're just bad yeah and people people sometimes from Europe would be like oh you just became an Arsenal fan because they're winning I'm like what do you want me to pick a dog shit team I'm not gonna pick Everton I'm not gonna right pick. why am I waking up at <laughs> 7 in the morning I felt so bad I felt so bad for him. You know why he picked Everton? Why was that? He's like, I really like Lukaku. <laughs> Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I was like, yo, <laughs> stay in there? I was like, yo, you better, you better, you better start liking Seamus Coleman, my G. <laughs> this guy, Lukaku, is about to go back to Italy. 
Well, I know I don't know why he left to begin with, and we are going to talk about transfers. So I like the yeah. conversation. Someone mentioned this, mm-hmm. and I'll use their term. Should Arsenal be cheeky and go after Lukaku? For what? Think about it. We need a we need a center forward. You don't need Lukaku. No, no, no. Uh, but we do need a center forward. You do, but not that bad. <laughs> like, have some respect for yourself. But don't you think, look, missed shots, it is what it is. Obama Yang scored, like, you know, in the high 20s, but he missed a lot of shots, so I'm yeah. not worried about that. Uh, ball getting trapped at his feet, I'm not excited about that. But he would fit the bill of what we need. He'd be he able to, he's, he's able to play with his back to the goal. Yeah. He's easy. He'd be beloved. Yeah. Right? Our, you know, Arsenal fans would get behind him. Yeah. And I feel like he'd score enough goals with the system we have in place. I just feel he's much better suited in Italy. I feel the game's a little bit slow out there for him. Um, and not to, like, go full, like, you know, right. white commentator. Like yeah. He's got the PMP to, like, kill it in Italy. And, like, I Put in the chat if you know what the PMP is. Yeah, means. like, I don't want to go full. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that. But it's like, yo, in Italy, it's the same thing with Abraham and, like, and Osman. They ragged all those defenders. And right. that's where you fit best is in Italy. And I just feel Arsenal don't need that sort of forward. The way you guys play, you need to not have that that profile striker. And so this is the thing. In in a lot of the Arsenal group chats that I'm in, the yeah. word the the words Tommy and Abraham keep coming up. Yeah. And I always followed up with you cannot take the way someone plays in Serie A and do a d- direct translation mm-hmm. to the Premier League. No disrespect to Serie A, but there's not the depth in that table that yeah. you are going to find week in and week out in the Premier League. Yeah. The defenders are faster. They're stronger. They are built for the game. They And I we said this before the game, uh, before the mics turned on. You cannot play the game of, oh, we're going to play our, they're going to come to us. You have to play each team a little bit different. You have to yeah. develop. You have to set up for each team a little bit differently in the Premier League. So we've seen it from time to time again. You saw it from Sancho. It's not a walk right in. I'm going to do exactly what I did in Dorman. Some play, some players do translate. Um, I think Syria is one of the most fun leagues. Uh, Incredibly fun. Yeah. Like, obviously, I have to watch Syria all the time. Right. Because of what I do for work. But that's beside the point. Certain players do fit. Like, I didn't think Kululeski would, like, fit that well at top. He came in flying. I'm very upset by that. By so how, he, how fancy and fun that translation yeah, he was. he came in smooth. Same thing as Christian Romero. Yeah. Came in smooth as hell. So some certain players, I just don't think Tammy... But to, to Kululeski's credit, he came in under an Italian manager. Fair so, enough. you know, I mean, it's a, that's a much more of a simple transition. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and Conte is also, like, the wildest. So, it makes yeah. sense. But, I mean, I just feel Arsenal, and this is going to hurt me to say this, Arsenal should definitely get to Victor Osimhen. It's going to hurt. It hurts my soul to say that. So, Osimhen is one of those dudes that will very quickly... Is, I don't want to use the term polarizing, but he does divide the fan base a little bit. Yeah. Where people are saying, like, yo, he's up next. Oh, he's 100% up next. But there's also people who say, and this is hilarious, someone in my group chat said this, that he's just Eddie and Katia with more time, with First more of minutes. All, we're gonna go back and do a callback. That is an unserious character right there. <laughs> Please do not disrespect my boy and call him Eddie. Yo, my guy put it, put it, he's doing put in work right now in the gym. You seen him? He got the abs, he got the well, chest. Eddie, yeah, Eddie's building himself up. Hey, listen, man, he's gonna go back home to Ghana's like we're gonna be start pushing defenders off. Is no. are you being slightly biased uh, right now, no. Nigeria versus Ghana? No. No, not even not even slightly. Okay. I think the first time I was about to tell you the story. So the first time I ever watched Osimhen play was at the U fifteen, the U seventeen World Cup, the Nigeria one, like years back with like Chikoweze and um, what's that other guy that we had? Why am I not remember his name? Um, he wore number ten. He almost he got he went to Arsenal as well. Nigerian guy. Um, his name's not coming to me. Um, but th- th- that was our core right there, right? 
And Real quick, while you're saying, someone said, uh, Jamal said, we need we need Jesus and Abraham, to be honest. And Justin Freeberg said, Arsenal apparently need the entire Old Testament. <laughs> need to go get Victor Moses, too. <laughs> Let's go, bro. Get, get Yo, all the, the 11 commandments yeah. <laughs> starting? Let's might, go. Might as well. Might as well. But no, I remember watching Arsenal at U17 World Cup. And like, obviously, you can, at that age, they're still raw. They still got to right. figure stuff out. I was like, yo, this kid is sick. Like, he won, you know, goal. He won the Golden Ball, obviously. Like, he just right. outscored everybody. And I was just kind of watching his career. Um, he went to Wolfsburg and, like, he didn't do too well there. Had to right. go to Belgium, killed in Belgium, went to Lille, killed it at Lille. Now he's in Napoli. And it's just like, this kid obviously had injury issues. The one thing for me about Osman, like, and that's the same thing I say about, you know, I can say about Darwin and Holland as well. These new strikers are just physical as hell. They will just throw defenders to the floor. Like, even, um, what's it called said it? Van, uh, Van Dyke said that the hardest player he had to play against recently is Darwin Nunes because these dudes don't stop running. They just run at you all day. And Brother, physical, physical specimens. Physical yeah. Like, Hallen, Osman, those guys are just, what are you going to do when, like, a, when, like, a strike is 6'4", six, 6'5", six, running at you full speed, any stronger than you? Like, you can't really do anything about that. I'm getting Alexis fix the sound. Oh, yeah, you got to hold the mic up a little closer. Oh, is whoops. that it? Is that better? Is there something else wrong with the sound? Let me know, because this podcast is going to suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everyone, audio, everyone, everyone's like, I was like, bring back Christian. This guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. All semen is Vardy with height. I mean, <laughs> then we get 11 cuck man, man, man. Shouts to the, the chat. I mean, where, where would we be without you? There's a lot of wild stuff going on in the chat. <laughs> right now. Like, I'm very scared to look at it, like, because I feel like everybody's just wild. And let me take a look. We got, yeah, we got nothing but, nothing but bands are in here. Oh, it's Kelly Chinquale. Thank you, Jamal. Yeah, yeah, Kelly Chinquale, who, by the way, I don't know where he is. He's in the wilderness somewhere, uh, but yeah. Is Victor Moses still playing? Bring him in to stay, uh, stay on the OT theme, the Old Testament theme. Uh, uh, Victor, uh, Victor Moses is somewhere in Russia right now. Good job fixing the sound. Is it better? It's I think still it very low. Damn. Well, Brian, are you in here? The audio is still very low. Um, <laughs> oh, that's it. We just got to hold the mics a little closer. Okay. okay. Very cool. Much better. All okay. right. As long as you guys can hear us, yeah. I'll fix this in post. So everyone listening to this right now is noticing no difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They said the mic's a little low. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's talk a little bit about where Victor Osman might land. I mean, selfishly, I think United should like fix everything this summer. Are you shocked that United didn't go harder for Darwin Nunez? Not really. I he mean, fits the bill of a, of a United player. He does, but again, it's not a serious club. So <laughs> Robert, Robert Lewandowski, maybe? Nah, he's going to Barcelona. Barcelona ain't got no money. That's why they get rid of Frankie. Hmm. So they gotta they gotta you know move stuff around. But I feel United this summer should uh, get uh, get. We don't have any left footed players, by the way. Right. Like, I'm like a little close. Outside of Fred, we don't have any players who can be left footed. Like huh. Luke Shaw and Fred is the only left footed players we had. We and did, Fred did develop into a start, much better player. He started to Brazil for a reason. Yeah. So I feel like he just got. I feel like Ole didn't know how to use him. So everyone said, you know, shouts to Adam McCola who said this guy couldn't pass wind. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean, <laughs> Adam McCola on the show. I feel. Uh, I feel like. I feel like every United fan is frustrated at our players at one point. But no, I feel Osman. United should definitely look at Osman next summer. I don't think Osman is going to leave anytime soon because dealing with ADL is like dealing with hell. They're still saying the audio is very silent, very quiet. We got the microphones right in our. Yeah, face. dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's peaking. They're saying. Oh okay. 
Okay. All right. So you guys are about like 30 seconds behind. So you should be hearing it now a little bit better. Yeah. Barry Guna said the audio is as bad as Manchester United. Wow. Uh, okay. Jamie, well, our editor, said the audio is very quiet. So wait, you said a Gunner said that? Yeah, Barry a Gunner. That's crazy. We had one of our worst seasons ever. We're both in the same Europa League. Yeah, so. but like, but how many points behind us? But we're in the Let's not bag. That's just because everyone behind you is also trash. You can't, you can't just sit because we're five and six. Hey, listen, you got the club at 130. We, we saw you there. We're the, <laughs> we in the yeah, same, yeah, yeah. we in the same section. Yeah, you ain't VIP, but we all in the same club. That's a good point. <laughs> we, in the same, we in the same section. <laughs> That's a good point. Just hold the mic up and you're good. All right, cool. All right. All right now, now they're giving us mic etiquette. I, I apologize. Uh, oh, D Stu said, I just had to turn my volume down. <laughs> all right. Well, whatever. We figured this thing out. Yeah. All right. Erling Holland. Confirmed to Manchester City. Yeah. What was the fee? Do, do we know what the fee uh, like ended up being? 50 million euros or something like that? We can look it up. Yeah. I mean, how insane. That's a, that's that's got to be no, one of the, the best deals. The scariest part about it is they also got Julian Alvarez, who also I think is an amazing player as well. The kid from um, River Plate. That's uh, nuts. That was that was one of the biggest names in South America for a yeah, minute. That kid, is, that kid is special. So to get Julian Alvarez and Haaland in the same summer is just... It's foolishness. Like I don't. There's nothing you can really say about that. Sixty-four million dollars. Listen, you get one of the most generational strikers. You know, you get the generational striker for sixty-four million dollars. Are we? But and here's my fear. So you watch. Yeah. You watch soccer of every league in every country for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. I'm just always like even today I'm probably gonna watch like probably gonna watch something crazy like Cayman Islands. Yeah. <laughs> Probably going to do that. Just a friendly between Cayman no, Islands. watching Nations League. Yeah? yeah. And Catalonia, not even like a real country. No, no, just no. A region. Like Cayman Islands versus like Virgin Islands. And we're watching like Laundering Money FC. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah. That's what I'm about to be the, watching. Where, where did the FIFA money go, FC? Yay. Let's do it. Yeah, that's what that's what I'll be watching today. I'm starting to think that... A hundred million. So Klopp came out and said a hundred million dollars for a uh, player they would never do. Yeah. Because oh, that would be the end of football. Bam! They did it with with, uh, with Darwin Nunez. Okay. Right. Sixty four million dollars for Erling Holland. I part of me thinks what an incredible deal for Erling Holland. Oh, that's a steal. But the other part of me thinks is is are we wrong about him? But is I he would... not the striker that we think he is? Hey, look, man. He hasn't had an incredible season. Also. Borussia Dortmund were not that, not that like vexed by getting rid of him. You know what I mean? I know they got what is it, Nkuku, the kid behind him. No, no, no. Nkuku is still at Leipzig. They, um, they got who did they get to replace him? They got Kareem Adeyemi, another Nigerian. We're everywhere. Jesus Let's Christ. Go. We're everywhere. No, they got it. They got like um. No, they got Kareem Adeyemi. Yeah, but they got like a kid. He's like 17 years old. Yeah, um, Makoko. Makoko, that's yes, the one. Yes. That's the one. Like, they're the Cameroonian kid. Yeah, that kid him. is a beast. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, Dortmund knew when they signed Highland, he's not going to be there for more than three or four years. They already knew that going in. So they're not upset because they already had a release clause. I just feel Highland going to City is just, he's kind of perfect for them. They just needed that number nine and they got the number nine. So how it translates, I mean, obviously the Bundesliga is a little bit more wide open in the Premier League, so there's right. a lot more space to run in. Um, defenders a lot more fast in the Premier League. But at the end of the day, the kid can finish. That's the number one thing. Can you put the ball in the back in there? And he does that. He, and also, Fair. he's one of those guys that just has like an eye for goal. He reminds me a little bit of Slatan Ibrahimovic in that sense. That even if a play is developing in front of him, if he sees a spot, he's going to try to shoot the ball in that spot. Like, you know who else reminds me of Slatan? Who? And this is what they call me in Little Italy, Skabaka. 
Skamaka, who's uh, rumored to be going to Arsenal. I like Skamaka. Yeah? I like Skamaka. I mean, if you're 20, what, three years old, and you already got tattoos up to your ear, dog, I kind of fucks with you a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, I like the kid, but it's just like, again... He's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, too. He's no, like... It's not 6'6". 6'6"? Six, six. Six, six? Yes, Kamaka's a big dude. He's like 6'6". We got our own Peter Crouch here, but with skills? No, but he's like also like a... Just like... And he's also doing fashion. He's also doing hashtag menswear. A hundred percent. Yeah. He's a model that also plays soccer. Yeah, yeah. But he also beat you up at the same time. Oh, my God. Yeah. He looks like he looks like Ederson, who became a striker. He does. Um, but I just... 6'5", I 23 years old. Yeah. I just don't know if he would translate to England if he came over. I just don't know. But he's a good player. I believe he'll be okay. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, what he's done for Sassuolo this season, like he's, he's done well. So, I mean, the thing is, the striker market right now is like a lot of potential, if that's the word I want to use. Like a lot of these players, you can see what they can do. Right. But can they actually do it? Like that's, so, that's the question I have for Erling Holland. So people, uh, who was it said that he just had um, fitness issues? Bay Area Guna said he just had fitness issues, yep. which is a little scary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamal says he's a beast. Uh, a nice cold brew said that's a wild-ass deal for Holland. He will score 30-plus next year. So look, uh, you're on City, right? So I'm yeah. expecting you to get probably the most chances that you'll have if you went to any All other club. Great. I mean, look, you got Foden, you got Bernardo, you got KDB, you right. got Mares, maybe if Raheem stays, you got Grealish, you got Rodri. There's so many players who can create chances for you. All you right. gotta do is just eat. Like he doesn't have to do much besides just be himself. And, and he's got pace, which people forget that he's a huge dude, but he is fast. He, he can is. track back. He can do yeah. what he needs to do. Yeah. But part of me worries that maybe we've oversold Erling Holland a little bit. I mean, listen. At the end of the day, even if he doesn't do well, they also have Julian Alvarez. So at the end of the right. day, they got two generational strikers right. in a generation. So. Pep goes from not playing any strikers to getting two of the best strikers of the generation, which is just like, you can't beat this guy. Justin Freeberg said, Arsenal is just going to go after Baron Trump. Please don't do that. <laughs> I'm begging. <laughs> hey, I'm begging. Listen, man, Although he's like 6'6", too. He's a tall boy. I'm not going to say what I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen. I say a, something now. You're on a cooligans, baby. You say what I say now. But your bosses are listening. <laughs> Secret Service is going to come in right now like, sir, <laughs> your we're, bosses. Sending, we're sending you back to London. You're going back to South London right now. <laughs> don't forget Columbia Broadcasting Services can hear, can see this show. So watch what you say. I don't care what you say on the show, but keep that bag, baby. Um, Let's talk a little bit about uh, what Manchester United needs to do. In cool. fact, here's what I, one of the things I want to do. Hey, let's talk about Darwin quickly before we talk about United. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about Darwin Nunez. I like Darwin Nunez. Um, I know when he does the stepovers, it's almost like as if he's doing the elephant man dance. Uh-oh. Yeah, people make fun of him. I mean, he kind of has like this... He, he has such a nose for goal that it reminds me of Luis Suarez. I'm like, yo, Uruguay can build strikers like no one else. Yep. These kids are all from the mountains, too. Like, I don't know what they're, where they're practicing. In they're the not mount- from Montevideo. In the mountains drinking mate. That's Bro, what, they're doing. what is okay. in that mate? I don't know. But he is a beast. Stepovers are a little funky. One of my boys uh, quotes me to me the other day and said that uh, he's doing no linga. <laughs> And I was like, holy shit, this is, this is, this is insane. Step over is right at his chest. Like, yeah. really, like, yeah. But Darwin is... He's going to kick somebody, man. I can't wait to see it. Darwin is a physical dude, man. Like, He's a beast. I watched him against the U.S. men's national team. Um, he didn't do too hot. Nobody really do, did too hot in that game. First of all, international break is insane. These players are still playing. Like, we, like, what's it called? Boys, you said these, these boys are tired. Yeah, man. like Salzburg today just tweeted they're in preseason today. I'm like, yo, didn't the season just end two weeks yeah. ago? 
Well, so, they have to hurry up because of the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying about Darwin is, I think Darwin would be perfect for Klopp. He just works his ass off. I mean, there's the kid. The kid just runs. I mean, he might not have the best first touch, but he is going to be an absolute beast for Liverpool. And I'm, you know, it is what it is. You know, that that kind of fits them. So shout out to Liverpool for getting uh, for getting Darwin. It's going to be a good signing for them, I think. Who has a better season, Erling Haaland or Darwin Nunez? I uh, hope neither one of them. From being a hater, I actually <laughs> hope they both stink. But I think um, honestly, it's going to be Erling. I just think Erling is going to just fit that season. Dude, system. I don't know why, and maybe this is the right time to go bet on Erling Haaland having a great season. Something tells me he's not going to have a good season. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Which should tell you he's going to have an insanely good season. I just I hate to admit, but City City's run well, so you know they. They're gonna be alright. Jamal is all up on on uh, on Erling Haaland. He said there is no logic on earth that makes him not uh, that makes him not the bang. He is so good. Yeah, Lewandowski is trying to punk Bayern into selling him. He's doing it. If you start throwing flames at your current job, you're gonna be gone, whether it's you want to or not. Yeah. Uh, do you all think that Liverpool will come to regret this putting in this kind of money just to spite United? That's a lot of money for a guy who's had one good season. Now, nah, if you've watched him play international. The kid's yeah. just built for I mean, fame. He did this one thing against um, I don't know who it was. Who's that? Who's that left back? Joe Scally. He turned Joe Scally so stupid. See, I thought Joe Scally played well, but there were moments where he got cooked. Like Darwin and turned Darwin him. was involved. When in I all saw those what moments. Darwin did to him in that instant alone, I was like, "Holy shit, this kid is scary." Like I didn't have to watch anything else. Like obviously, like he had some loose touches, some loose passes, but that one thing he did to Joe Scally, I was like, "Yo, I am scared." Yeah, I was like, "I am petrified." So I'm excited to see it in the Premier League because I, I do think it's a, one of the great equalizers. I've always said this, like, you know, there's people that are in comedy that are great at sketches and they do stand up. They're great at this and they do stand up or they're podcasters and they do stand up. Yeah. And I've always said, I don't care how popular all those other things are. The stage is the great equalizer. If you get up here, you're, you're by yourself. All the pressure's on you. Even if you're a huge celebrity, you've got three jokes. After that, the crowd's like, all right, get we pay to see a comedy show. Get, you know, get off the stage, guitarist. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. And I think yeah. th- when it comes to the, when it comes to football, it's so hard with international football because you're not with those, with those uh, players all the time. You know, you kind of, it's kind of hard to make that work. Yeah. But if you're in a club and you're in the Premier League, that to me is a great equalizer. Because like, sure. you're about to find out. Go, you could go up against a team that just came up from relegation. Yo, a game up from promotion from the second division, bro. That defense is hard body. You know what I mean? Yeah, they fight for their lives. Yeah, yeah. They fight, and, they fight oh, for their lives. And you have the you have no chance of catching someone sleeping unless yeah. you're playing Tottenham. Like it's just there's no. <laughs> I really, really love the shots that you throw in today, bro. I will be continuing. Uh, I respect it. Here's what I want to do. So you are a Manchester United hardcore fan, unfortunately. Hardcore United. So I've done this. I did this with Flex. Obviously, shouts to Flex. Okay. Uh, Shout out to him. Uh, the homie, right? Big Manchester United fan. Uh, I want to go through the roster. Let's do it. And I want you to tell me, uh, sell, bench, or start? Perfect. Let's Is do there this. an updated roster? Because I saw the first name I saw. I'm not even going to say. Let's do it. Uh, I'm trying to find. Enough. Let's do it. This is this is the roster. Let's do it. Right. Here. Okay. This is perfect. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this. we'll start. We'll start at the goalkeepers. It looks like David De Gea is going to be leaving. Right. Is that the no? Moment? He's not going to be leaving. Okay. So start bench or sell David De Gea. Sell him. Sell him. Absolutely. Gone. Yep. You don't want him. Okay. Nope. Give me. I want to pull up the chat at the same time we're doing this. Give me okay. a second. Okay. Uh, Dean Henderson, backup. Uh, loan him. Loan him. But we need to get another goalkeeper, so I don't know. Maybe keep him. It's start, bench, or sell. Okay. Bench him. Bench him. Okay, so he stays. Okay. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Victor Lindelof. It, well, I couldn't even finish the name. Mm -hmm. uh, Eric Bailey. Phil Jones. <laughs> I, I want you to see how fast he says it before I get the name out. Harry McGuire. <laughs> Don't even, don't even try it. Just sell Harry Maguire. Okay. Uh, Raphael Varane. Bench him, but keep him. Ooh, and I took so much shit. We only paid so much for him. Yada, yada, yada. Ah. Uh, Delo. Keep him, but bench him. Okay. So far, I don't think we have a start. Yep. Okay. No. Luke Shaw. Uh, keep him, but bench him. Alex Teller. Send him back to Sao Paulo. <laughs> so sell. Yes. Okay. Juan Bissaka. My doppelganger. When yep. I had locks, longer locks. Uh, Got to sell him. Send him back to Crystal Palace. Dude, I when the first time I heard his name, I thought it was a Latino named Juan Basaka. I was like, yo. I'm like, I think this dude's going to do great. Yeah. Uh, Williams. Uh, sell Brandon Williams. Uh, Twanzibi? Twanzibi? Axel Twanzibi. Sell Axel. Uh, Menji? Tendon. Uh, he needs another loan. Okay. And then Alvaro Fernandez, who I think he got time at the end of the season, right? I love this kid. Yeah? I love this kid so much. Uh, keep him for a season, I think. Okay, so bench? Yeah. All right, Pogba we know is gone. Yeah, Mata's gone. Mata's gone. Lingard's gone. Lingard's gone. Andreas, the preseason Pirlo, sell him. <laughs> sell him. Uh, Ahmad, I really send, young guy, right? Send him on loan. Okay, Fred? Keep him. Okay, starter bench. Uh, bench. I love Fred. Ooh, I would have I thought start based on the yeah. way he ended his season. Oh, this is going to be controversial, and I can't wait to say this, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruno Fernandez. I would absolutely sell him. You're going to have to give me a little bit of a story here. Why? Bruno Fernandez. Is <laughs> when he starts with the name? <laughs> a head case and a half. Against Crystal Palace, the last game of the season, obviously everybody was watching the other two games, the Liverpool game. I'm a sicko and I like pain, so I decided to watch Man United again. Of course you did. That's what I do. Why wouldn't you? I love pain. Anyways, Bruno has this loose pass to the goalkeeper. Like, he <laughs> passes it back, and that's how Zaha scores. And I'm just like, he does this weird thing where he, like, plays like he has something wrong in his brain. And I'm just like, <laughs> bro, just, what is wrong? Like, you don't need to treat the ball like it's a bomb. There, what, what frustrates me the most about Bruno Fernandez is there's moments where it seems like he does Pure everything brilliance. in his power to get Cristiano Ronaldo the ball. Yes. And then there's moments where it's obvious he should pass him the ball and he doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you work so hard to do it the times where it's difficult, but not do it the times where it's easy? The Portuguese fans yesterday on Twitter were cooking him. Oh, bro. Oh, yeah. my God. They, they were not happy. There's a lot of <laughs> going on in the chat. Uh, by the way, uh, Jamal said, LOL, Alvaro, the, who dick rides CR7. Uh, John Carl Tritt says, Tosin is burning that roster to the ground. Absolutely. You're setting up a fire sale. Man United need to take a loss on Harry. At this point, just move on. Honestly, for the health of both parties, Parties. Yeah. Your fan base and the club don't want to see him. He's a lightning rod for hate. And yo, Harry needs to move on. Harry's not a bad defender. Not in He's the just not a Manchester United player. And, that, and I'm going to say this. He wasn't worth the money he is. 75? No. It's like almost 80 something. I Yeah. And then it doesn't help. And this is going to be so wrong because I don't want to be rude, but it's life. He's not an attractive human being. When you're unattractive and you cost that much money and you make that many mistakes, people are not going to give you that much rope. Right. If you're handsome now, you make those mistakes, they kind of give you a little bit of leeway. Yeah, get in there. Like Sergio Ramos is a bastard, right? right. Sergio makes a lot of mistakes, but Sergio's a handsome bastard. Bro, he, yeah. take, he takes a picture with his hair slicked back and we're all, we're all back on board. Hey. We're back on board. I, yeah. I know he tried to murder, you know, uh, Salah, but yeah. come on. He's handsome. Let, yeah. him, let him be. Yeah. So Bruno's the head case, man. Like, but, 
By the way, hold on. Bay Area Guna does make a case for Bruno Fernandez staying uh, uh, in he England. Said? He said Bruno got them English teeth, though. <laughs> the chat is the chat's very Nigerian scams. I just want you to know. Oh that. my God, this is this is insane. <laughs> Which we'll call it. Holland gonna make Pep bring Gio and Bellingham so he'll play better. Omar Ramirez kind of gets what I'm saying. And someone, I think it was Trish Murphy also said that he's going to be missing, uh, which we call, he's going to be missing uh, Gio Reyna. Yeah. But I, whatever, it's City. I think he'll be fine. All right, let's keep going down this roster. Facundo Pelistri. I love this kid. I think we should keep him but bench him. Okay, so he's benched. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at a photo. This is on Manchester United's actual website. The photo of this next person, I never realized this man's eyes are so close to each other. Nemanja Matic. He's gone. Oh. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. But uh, look at these eyes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it looks odd, right? Yeah. Uh, Donnie Vanderbeek coming back, right? Keep him. I mean, obviously, he knows Eric Ten Hag, so let's see what he can do with his season with uh, his old coach. If he's not doing too well with him, got to send him back to, uh, like, Davy Klassen. He with Everton. Like, Damn, <laughs> didn't work. D. Stu put more like Bruno Bernandez, am I right? Yes, yeah. you are, my friend. <laughs> I love this chat so much. Uh, John Carl Tritt said, McGuire got a forehead for goals, uh, but not for a brain to get it done. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. You guys, Yo, you guys are brutal. And Barry yes. Guna said, Harry Maguire, dusty as hell. <laughs> Thank you for chat. This chat is just fire. It's pure fire every oh week. Oh, my gosh. It's legitimately, I mean, no one, everyone gets cooked. Uh, James Garner is a kid, though, yeah, right? Very good kid. So um, bench. Set him on loan. I think and, he needs, a, needs a loan in Prem. And Hannibal probably going to be benched. But let's, yeah. let's talk about Scott McTominay. Let's not, and let's say we did. <laughs> Bye-bye, Scott McTominay. The, the less said, the better. <laughs> All right, so here's your forwards, Cristiano Ronaldo. I guess we keep him, man. Who's going to take that big contract? I have no one. Exactly. But he's, I've said this before. He's going to be 38. Next Dude, year. Does he want to be a part of the, the rebuild? I mean, he's going to stay. Who else is going to take his money? Like, think about it. Realistically, who the clubs are going to take him? He's got to go PSG. He's got to go PSG. PSG's not going to take him. Bro. Luis Campos is not doing that. You know jo- Luis Campos? Jose Mourinho. Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar. Ramos and Mbappe. Wow. That is like the real housewives of Paris. Bro, it would be... You'd have to watch. Yeah. You'd have to they watch. They got to give us like a 24-7 like, <laughs> access. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, the all or nothing. Just make it all. I want to see all of it. All of I want to have it where like, you know, if you if you go on Amazon, you could pick which player you want to follow for that day. Yeah. yeah. I would love all of it. Are there any current menu players that would make the Besitos 11? Besitos 11 are gorgeous dudes. Oh, who would make you want to give a kiss to? So, I can't believe his name is still. I can't believe he's still there. Excommunicado. Uh, Maybe yeah. Jaden Sancho might make that. Uh, Sancho's a good-looking dude, yeah. right? Yeah. Edison Cavani is the opposite of a good-looking dude. Yeah. All right. There's a, bu- a bunch of kids here, but the most important, we said Cristiano Ronaldo, Martial gone, yeah, right? Sure. Marcus, Marcus Rashford. Keep Marcus. I love it. Like, okay. So here's the thing. Why does he get so much shit? Marcus had like. Marcus did well, and then his injury, and then, like, sometimes, you know, he does some, like, things where, like, he should be thinking a lot better, like, you know, decision-making sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I just think that, like, he's lost his confidence, but I feel Marcus will be fine. I think the talent is there. You've seen enough of his talent right. that, you know, it's worth the risk. And he's an academy kid. Like, I think, for me, the way I grew up, I love watching academy kids, you know, thrive. The same way you guys love seeing Same way, hail in. Yeah, when yeah. you see a hail When you see Saka doing well, you're yeah. just like, you make me feel like I see myself. Bro, it's yeah. it's like it's it's like the badge is playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I see Marcus, knowing he's been in the United since he was seven, it's just like, I love this kid. So, yeah. Okay, and the rest of these. I mean, Jaden yeah. Sancho. Obviously, keep Jaden. Yeah, points. so he starts. Absolutely, absolutely. And then we got a bunch of kids. Oh, Alanga. Alanga, you also. We have Bench probably still, bench right? Player, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, that's he the, had that's, those moments. But that's the thing I was saying about United. All of our attacking players want to play on the left. 
We don't have any left-footed players who can play on the right. There's literally none. Alango plays on the right, but he's a left-footed player. I mean, he's a right-footed player who wants to play on the left. Um, we don't have any left-footed players. So this kid, though, the last kid, uh, Alango, Ooh, Alejandro Garnacho. Listen, he was a, he played the last few games of the season. A problem. Yeah, he's plays like he was born in Spain, but he plays for Argentine national team. Um, he is. You should look up, uh, look up, just Google his name, look up the free kick that he scored in the uh, tournament for Argentina. Um, he won, I think it was goal of the tournament. This kid is special. Um, we took a couple kids from Madrid and uh, Atletico Madrid and like, I think, yeah, that's that's the one against France. Yeah, 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 that free kick right there. Kill the audio so we don't get in trouble. Yeah. This, uh, this free kick is... Uh, so yeah. where are you? Because I said this, Manchester United is... Okay. Yeah, I mean that just kissed the crossbar or the post. Yes, the kid, the kid is like that. Oh my god, the curl on that. Yes, kid is like that. He's from Spain, plays for Argentina. Yeah, and he's a Cristiano Ronaldo fan, and he does see it as a celebration. <laughs> By the way, I, I, we've talked about this on the show, but when we went to, I had to sit in the home stand in the Sir Alex Ferguson stand. Okay. For Arsenal, Manchester United. How was that? Uh, huh? How was that? I, I had to pretend I didn't know English. Okay. I was like, muy bueno, because I wasn't cheering for anything that Manchester United did. <laughs> I refused. I got up at one point. I just like very slowly clapped. And there they were all the old dudes by me. Like I was like in the second row. Yeah. And the one guy next to me, you could tell, used to be like a goon, but he's a little bit up there in age. He kind of looked at me like a little weird. And I was like, todo bien. And he was like, oh, okay. And he stopped kind of grilling me, which was cool because it was the only way I survived. Yeah. But uh, which McCoy, the hardest part was obviously besides that you can't cheer for for your own club was everyone on the way out yelling sue yeah. and one guy would go sue and everyone else would be like sue and you think like okay we did it once or twice it's funny non-stop stop yeah, yeah and by the way the way man the way old trafford is set up it's like you kind of go out into these like long open air hallways like like it's like the building is built with like with, without walls like where the hallways are so it's like you're 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 able to leave but there's so many people that like you're kind of just like all filtering out together as a stadium and it's kind of hard to like break away from that until you really get out get out and so you're just trapped in the sea of Manchester United fans yeah and we're I'm, me and Christian are trying our hardest not to get to be realized that we're not Manchester United fans but also everyone around us is yelling sue and at one point a guy next to me kind of goes sue and I was like I just gave him a big thumbs up I had my mask on yeah, yeah. and he was like oh something must be wrong with this guy and just kept it moving yeah. but I'm like yo they will not shut up with the sue thing and I did flex the show after I was like dude this is embarrassing you're adults grown men yeah grown men, grown men. I go I haven't heard sue this much uh, since I tripped in front of the lawyers convention <laughs> Hey, Come on, everyone. All right, we're on a comedy club stage, folks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just natural for you to get those jokes. Yeah, it's, it's just gonna. It's, it's natural. I didn't say they were great, but you're gonna get them whether yeah, you like yeah, it or not. Yeah. Uh, which no, we call it. No class. They need to be. They need to be gentlemen. Uh, uh, Puneet Singh says hello, Tosin. Okay. Oh God, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Carson Merck put ha 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 just from that. So I don't know what the what the what the inside joke is. Yeah. I would love to hear Tosin's thoughts on Joe Linton being a good fit for Manchester United. First and foremost, as a midfielder, not a bad idea. First and foremost, <laughs> have some class and have some shame. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're, are you not a Joe Linton fan? As a midfielder, absolutely not. No he way. He turned it on. That's fine. It's not for me. I would say that since Eddie Howe got into, uh, got uh, managed uh, Newcastle, they had a better record than Manchester United did for that period. He did. And part of that was Joe Linton sort of developing because he all did. the most of the signings they made kind of really didn't do much, right? Um, Trippier got 
injured. Uh, what's it? Chris Wood didn't do shit. That was a terrible buy. Who else did they purchase? Bruno G is great. Bruno oh, yeah, Bruno, yeah. Bruno's the best signing in there. Yeah. I'm sick. still mad about By the way, that. Carson, I'm looking up the boxer so I can, like, shame you. Um, can so. you believe we know that famous guy at Puneet? Uh, this is okay. Carson and Puneet are doing their own thing. In yeah, the chat. yeah. They're, they're over there. That, that's what happens when you have friends who are just absolute haters. And that's what they want to do is just be, you know. Omar Ramirez, by the way, just put something in the chat that I completely forgot. He said, you forgot Mbappe is the man in the relationship. If he wants Cristiano Ronaldo and PSG, he'll bring him in. He is now a part of the front office. Yeah, he is. He Would is. he want Cristiano Ronaldo there? You saw what he did to Alfonso Davies. I mean, maybe. <laughs> he, I wanted, he wanted Jordan Utema and went out and got her. He was a little bad because she, I don't go for it. Uh, by the way, the boxer is Sean Porter. Um, that, oh, Sean know. Porter big time. Yeah, yeah, that's Carson's boy. So okay. I don't know what he's talking about. He does a podcast with Sean Porter, by the way. Yo. In Vegas. So Where, where's, the, where's the VIP tickets? Yeah, so Carson, like, don't put me out there because now your whole life's out there. So don't all, all up in the chat, not dropping, uh, you know, you, you can know? send DM, send a whisper, do something. Yeah. like Send your boy a ticket. He went to Sean Porter's wedding and all of that. Like, he's that's his boy. And he's always talking about me. So don't shame me. I'm going to put your business out there. That's what you get. Shouldn't have thought. Oh, look at this. Who would win in a 1v1, says D. Stu? Tosin McKinney or Cenk Tosin? The Tosin versus Tosin. First of all, he's <laughs> Turkish. I'm Nigerian. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's Tosun. You're yeah, Tosin. Yeah. My name is short, and I'm not going to give you the full name, but like, yeah. Oh, who, yeah. Who would win in a one on one? He's a professional soccer player. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to win. Like, yeah, but you, fun- but you play dirty, though. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the difference. Know, that's the funniest thing is like when people forget how actually good a lot of these players are. People forget how good these players actually are. It's yeah. like they, like, oh, I could take this place. Who like, was it? Uh, there was someone that. Um, was it Beverly? Was went uh, played on uh, West Fort Street yeah, in the yeah, cage. Yeah, and there was like video of him. He is playing at ten percent, and he's better. He's than casually chucking up shots, and he is just destroying everyone in in what is probably the second most competitive cage in New York basketball, which is a huge deal for those of you who don't know about yeah. New York basketball. And that's the thing is like a lot of these professional players, even though they don't look good versus some of their like competitors, like you know, you know, other players, right. They're so much better. They're, they're just insane athletes. It's a lot. A lot of things have to click. Uh, but another person that's having just an incredible, incredible run right now uh, is Carson Merck. He said, Joe Linton is the Brazilian Paul Scholes. Well, if that's, I mean, <laughs> that is, if that's true, <laughs> then he would have got to call him, but he hasn't. So ooh. let's, let's, let's keep, let's keep it. Moving. Crimson Pizza says, ooh, Mbappe brings CR7 to PSG to show him he's the man now. Going to make him put Mbappe posters in his locker. First Bro, that would be amazing. Like, where does he even fit in that team? <laughs> Mbappe wants PK at PSG because he'll bring his son Gavi. <laughs> <laughs> that is. <laughs> you guys are getting too Justin Freeberg is getting wild. Uh, Mbappe needs to stop kicking it with Icardi. Okay, a little bit of cheating. Uh, that'd be the comment there. Uh, Jamal said he is better than McTominay. This is, I think, Joe Linton. Uh, not too hard to be honest. Noah Beck yesterday was unreal. I mean, Noah Beck first and foremost played in the MLS Academy. Again, like I said, like this, it just he just it didn't work out for him. It's but, where beasts are built. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he played for Real Salt Lake's Academy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the kid's got talent. Clearly, I mean, if you watch enough of his TikToks, you can see like he's got tech. But a nice cold brew backs up what you're saying. He says the level between pro and amateur in any sport is unfathomable. Unfathomable. Yes. So why are you putting those words when you know I'm the one who has to read it? Christian's not here. Uh, to those who have never played seventh grade New Jersey reading level, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Again, Nork 
education, folks. Give me a moment. Uh, Yanni Mars says PSG all, Arsenal nothing. We've got a Tottenham fan in the chat, folks. Oh, God. Uh, shouts to Yanni. Uh, your Dominican homie got married yesterday. I got a Tottenham story for you. Oh, God. The last time Tottenham won the trophy, I was applying to colleges. <laughs> What was that? The, what was that? 2008? February 2008, yeah. That's wow. the last time I was literally applying to colleges when Tottenham last won a trophy. That's embarrassing. Obama wasn't even president yet. Obama was running for president. Yeah. He was an upstart from Chicago. Yeah. We didn't even hit the recession yet. Damn. Trump and, was still just a, a game show host. Yeah, and now we're about to hit like the second or third recession, and Tottenham still doesn't want a trophy. Right. The, the, it, <laughs> the economy has had better ups and downs than Tottenham. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, not going to lie. This pod pairing is making my McKin day. Hey, I come like on that. now. Let's that's go. These two. That's uh, great. I like that. Too many syllables. Uh, at a nice cold brew. Yeah, dude. Chill. Um, yeah. Bun fathomable. See that one I could read. All you had to do was put a B in it. Uh, LOL. Man's old then says Jamal. He says what? He says you're old. I am old. I'm 22. I just look like shit. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I still about. have my hairline, though, so I hope at my age. That's why I wear my hat this way, just to <laughs> yeah. remind y'all. Huh? Yeah. Still this way. I if just started my locks again, so I'm going to show you that. <laughs> Yo, you build it out. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Omar Ramirez, that's how you know. That's how you know Tosa ready to go. When the locks start coming back, yeah. it's over. Uh, Omar Ramirez said, if Mbappe wants Gavi's mom, he'll get her. He doesn't need to bring in Ramos and Gavi to win her heart. <laughs> said Omar Ramirez. Jesus Dude, Gavi's mom is getting cooked in the chat right now. Why is Gavi's mom like a topic right now? Bro. Like, I understand what happened, allegedly, but like, leave the woman alone. Hey, right. you want to hear something funny? Gabby's mom has more uh, has more trophies than Tottenham right now, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, old, that makes me ancient, says Robin Zaghini. Uh, what? No, he is young, says Trish Murphy. Uh, Silhouettes rocks at 22 stone. Don't make me look up how much that is and think and realize you are calling me way fatter than I actually am. All right? Uh, Tosin is a baby next to me, says Robin Zaghini. Okay. All right. 20, I'm about to look up how much is 22 stone. Bro, that's probably like 300 pounds, isn't it? Something hefty like that. It's what just, is a stone? It's 14 pounds? It's three, 308. <laughs> you disrespectful motherfuckers. <laughs> Yo, uh, they, you know, they actually still use stone. Like, I've watched, there's two major boxing matches that I've seen in England now yeah. when, I, when I was out there. I saw uh, the Tyson Fury match, this last one, and then I saw was Flex. it was uh, sick. No, I wasn't at them. I just watched them lobbying. Oh, I, I, thought, I, thought you were, I thought you were at Wembley, I was going to no, say. No. My homie was. I saw him on TV, Romesh Ranganathan, very funny comedian. I also have to say, Cooligan Money's going crazy. Right? No. I saw a dude in third row. I was like, yo, you in third row? And he was like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, you couldn't tell me? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I would have yeah. just went with you and hung out in the suite. You know yeah, what I mean? They, uh, they still use stones in England. So They say a boxer's coming out. He's whatever, you know, 15 stone and seven pounds. You're already saying the seven pounds part. Seven just saying in pounds. Yeah. You know, it makes you, no sense. You know, it's Americans. We're silly. We don't want to hear that. So. Bruh, so yeah. dumb. Yeah. Uh, silhouettes rocks that all love, bro. Shouts to you. Hairline. What's a hairline? Says John Carl, John Carl Tritt. I'm impressed Tosin has made it this far into the show without a single Griezmann joke. Say Drew Toro. First of <laughs> no, all. No, he said he saw the Nigerian national team play this morning. So yeah. he brought up Griezmann already. <laughs> yeah, I already did. No, I mean, like, you know, Griezmann is, um, 
he's a phenomenal, phenom- I can't even speak. I also got Newark education yeah. level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you're raised in South London. You can't read. <laughs> no. Jamal, speaking of London, Jamal says, Gavi's mom is mid, allegedly and factually, which. Oh my gosh. Put that on a shirt and I will wear it. That is, <laughs> allegedly like, and factually? You guys are mean to this guy's mom. Um, <laughs> but no, Griezmann is like the first black person that's like ever like crack. You know what I say? Black don't crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not good anymore. Yeah, no, Griezmann yeah. is done, man. What yeah. happened, bro? Nice. Uh, Jamal said, hey, hey, relax. I won't take you. I won't take you lot calling us dumb. Not the Americans. Allow it. <laughs> All right. You're going to have to give us the top boy translation. Like the whatever the what's the stuff at the bottom of the screen called? Subtitles. The subtitles. These you're going to need the well, allow it is something I've heard a lot. And yeah. I'm not really sure how it's used. I was just basically just saying, like, leave it alone. Leave it alone? Yeah. Okay. You know, I still got a little bit of my Englishness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a tinge. Just yeah. a tinge. You but. ain't got the accent, but you definitely. It's still there. I just turned it off. Okay, D. Stu said, speaking of hairlines, can we talk about how fresh Alexis looked in that suit with the fresh fade you at did. the wedding you yesterday? Did. Great. You look, you look great. Bro, I clean up nice. Yeah, you did well. I'm very proud Ryan, of you. Right? Wife, we make sure of it. Yeah. Because you can't embarrass her outside. No, nah, that was yeah. the whole thing because she had like, you know, she rented it, but she had like a $1,200 gown on. Okay. I right? thought you bought it for us just a gift, you know, pull <laughs> money and shit, you know? <laughs> I'm going to need both my, my cut and Christian's cut to buy that dress. Uh, <laughs> but she, you know, rented the runway she did a thing right she's got the premium account or whatever yeah. she did a thing beautiful dress i saw that and i was like yo why are you getting such a nice gown yeah and she goes it's black tie and i was like no it's not and she goes yeah it is didn't you read the <laughs> invitation i was like read oh who reads around here christian put it in the calendar so i'd go <laughs> that's the only reason i knew what day it was yeah and she was like yo it's black tie i was like so i can't wear my suit and she's like no in fact, my suit's like a little, like it's dark blue. It's a little blue. And yeah. he specifically said, don't wear blue because he was wearing blue. And you decided to do it anyway. So I did navy. Okay. I did navy. Navy with a black lapel. But I had okay. to go to, I had to go to, shouts to the blacktux.com. Okay. Uh, you get a free app because you hooked it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, very expensive, but you did it in faster because I needed it right away. I was like, yo, this wedding? They're like, okay, so it's two weeks. I'm like, well, uh, they're not moving the wedding. So we're going to need you to move up this tux a little bit. Am I using that slang correctly? Says a nice cobra. A nice cobra said, "Just banter, bruv. Low it." Oh, ten out of ten. Good job. Yeah, that sounded right. It sounded about right. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was in England for twelve days. I was in London okay. for twelve days, and by day six, I started saying, uh, "I was meant to," as opposed to "I was supposed to." Yeah. Just started creeping Influence in you. a little bit. Yeah. Yo, know, it bothered me. And also, I stopped realizing people were speaking with an English accent. It was just no. speaking. And I was like, oh my God, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then I thought maybe I was changing the way I spoke. And everyone's like, no, everyone knows you're from New York. Like, everyone, we can hear it. Yeah. You good. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're mad aggressive. I was like, yo, I wonder, I didn't realize how loud I was until I went to Paris. Everyone speaks like, you know, like action movies when they're like, I have a special set of skills. Everyone in Paris speaks at that level. I am the loudest person in Paris. I mean, listen, that's the thing about Americans. We're just loud everywhere we go. We loud as fuck. No reason. Everything's just loud and aggressive and just mad American. So what do you say when you travel? What do you say? Where are you from? What do you say? I'm Nigerian. Yeah, you don't say American? I'm Nigerian, first and foremost. In fact, if you want to be specific, I'm Yoruba. Let's, Yoruba? Let's I, go. If you want to be specific, I'm very Yoruba. Like, I say I'm from New York. I'm yeah. like, I'm not getting into, I don't want, I don't need you thinking I'm from, you know, some place that don't know nothing. No disrespect to anyone in the chat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just straight up say I'm Nigerian, because I am, you know? Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's just where I'm from. I respect. And that. if you want to get specific, and I'll tell you where I'm from, but I'm Nigerian first and foremost. So, yeah. we we talked about a lot. We've been here for an hour. Yeah, uh, thank you, everyone. I did say I get you out of here by two thirty, but I do want to ask you one other question. One of the one of the faces that I put on the who's in and who's out. Okay. Uh, and by the way, I couldn't figure out whether to put an apostrophe on who, so I put who is in and who is out. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Uh, normally, Christian handles that, but uh, Garrett <laughs> Southgate. Yeah. So. All of a sudden, people are saying, why are we doing Nations League? Nations League isn't important. These guys are tired, blah, 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 blah. Garrett Southgate. Yeah. They, oh, they haven't won in three, three games in a row. They haven't scored, I think, in three games in a row. So now there's all these talks about firing him. Yeah. This is the most English thing you could do is take a guy who took you to the Euros finals. So, final. And then fire him? And then fire him because he didn't play. He hasn't played well since then. I have a lot to say about this topic. On the way to a World Cup. I have a lot to say about this topic, first and foremost. First thing is, I have beef with Garrett Southgate since <laughs> 1996, okay? I watched Euro 96 as a six-year-old, and England lost to Germany in penalties. You know why? Garrett Southgate missed the penalty. Ever since then, me and him is on site. You've been, smoke. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been off him. You've I been cried. like, I don't know how this dude is doing anything. No, I, I've been vexed with him since 1996. There you go. Vexed, Jamal. Yeah, just straight up. Just yeah. Like, I, I can't stand yeah. the guy. How's this dude even kicking ball? Yeah, because Gar- I grew up on Paul Gascoigne. That's one of my favorite players. Right. So Gaz is my guy. I've seen Gaza cry. Like, you make Gaza right. cry. Like, you're a prick now. Like, uh-huh. You know, as the English would say, go suck your mom. Right. You know? So, like, like Gaza, hate Tottenham. Yeah. I respect him. Yeah, he Gaz, gets a pass. Gaz, Gaz is good. So, second part of this I is, just found out he's still alive. He is. And he's lived a harsh life. Yes. Yes. He's, he's aged horribly. That's, mm. You know, that's addiction. I mean, the poor guy's an alcoholic and he's, you know, coke. Yeah. So, but that's outside the point. The second thing is, I had this discussion with the homies in one of my, in a couple of my group chats. This is the most talented English generation they've ever had. I tweeted it and said arguably, but I'm going to go on a limb and say this is the most talented English generation they've ever had. One, because of the depth. Two, because... I would say yes, because of the depth. Because the thing is, they have two high quality will able to start and play well in, in a national competition starters at every level yes at every level and and the thing is i don't know like, oh but they had beckham and skulls and gerald it's like yeah but that dropped off a cliff it's after top that. heavy yeah it was very, very top, top heavy because no offense to him he's a good player in his day. oh so they really couldn't put it together if we're being honest but let's look what i'm trying to say is like no offense to them but like back in the day they had darius for coming off the bench you now have tammy abraham who's like one of the highest yeah. scores in coming right. off your bench you have the luxury not to call up a Jaden Sancho, a Madison, a Rashford. These guys are chilling at home. You're playing Kieran Trippi as a right back, but you also have a ton of left backs who can play. You have your James Justins, you have your Tyreek Mitchells, right. Shaw, Chilwell. These guys are chilling at home. Right? right. Some obviously injury. The um, U.S. is benefiting from this depth because a lot of uh, dual nationals are hopping yeah, over. And like the fact that you cannot call up a Yunus Musa, who I think is the best player U.S. men's national team has. And right. that's a take. I know a lot of people are like, oh, but it's... Is, what is this he's guy? also a kid. You just yeah, He's a monster. Absolutely sick kid. So England has so much talent. It is obscene. Like Dean Henderson could have made a team back in the day. That's how good of a goalkeeper he is. It's yeah. so like England's a very talented generation. I just feel Southgate is what is he's a ham and cheese sandwich. Like, it's very boring, but it gets the job done. There's nothing... But isn't that what you need? This is the thing about England. Like, they want... I don't know what they want. 
they I want feel- they want everyone they want the national team to be these world beaters yeah. but you're literally pulling players from clubs that don't play the same style yeah. they don't get to play that often with each other yeah. which sat pause uh, but uh, <laughs> which we call it uh, maybe they do right? happy England, pride month hey listen England is a small country you know it's a short drive uh, if you really if you really want to get down Gavi's mom. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, which we call it. They don't get a chance to play uh, on the same team with each other. They don't get a chance mm-hmm. to really like develop the the chemistry. And he's got them playing a relatively simple system. Yeah, it's not the most exciting, but they're winning. At the end of the day, Leicester City fans weren't mad that they were parking the bus when they won the league. You know what I mean? Like not in the slightest. Sometimes boring gets it done. Yeah. Getting rid of Garrett Southgate now helps Iran, Wales, and USA. Yeah. More than anyone. Because who else are you bringing in? I think at this point, it's just like, you don't, that's the other thing too, is like, if you fire Garrett Southgate in the middle of a World Cup year, you don't have anybody you're going to get rid of. Second of all, the English FA is not doing that. So let's get that out the way. The third thing is like, again, who are you bringing in? Who are you bringing in? You're not going to Pochettino? You're not going to go get Glenn Huddle. No. You're not going to get, like, you know. Uh, who's my guy uh, from uh, Watford uh, that was just at Watford? Roy yeah, Hudson. Fine. Roy Hudson. Yeah. You know, first of all, <laughs> Uncle Roy needs to go sit down. You're, like, almost eight years old. Uncle, like, go and rest. I Dog, like, go smoke a cigar. Have a like, pint glass of you wine. You've had a great career, man. Like, you've done a lot as a manager. But in, who, like, that's the thing is, like, right now, England has nobody to replace their manager. And it just is what it is. Um, I think that taxes are boring. Um, it's very boring. But again, it's weird because it's just like certain players just don't play as well as they do for their club. Like when I see Trent play for England, what are you doing? Bro, Jamal just said, LOL, USA ain't getting out the group. So you think Wales and Iran are going to get out of the group? That's crazy. Jamal, I'm going to tell you this as somebody who grew up in the U.S. soccer system. This is a scary team. Bro, they're good. Um, you, I'm not. I've been talking wild shit, but you won't believe it until you see it. I think we, I think we either draw or beat England. Uh, I don't have a, you know, this is like, you know, that WWE with the, uh, when they had like the custody. Yeah. 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 That's the game for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, who's winning my heart? Which, yeah. You're like, look, which, which column is going to win my heart? You're like, you're like the, the moms who have the split jerseys when they're, when their kids play for both teams. When the back is Nigeria. <laughs> the back of the jersey is Nigeria. Yo, that yeah. actually would be a fire kid. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. I like, so, but yeah, this, U- this, uh, this U.S. team is, is, I like this team a lot. Um, you know what? Jamal said, go get Ar- Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger for the English national team. Man, leave Uncle Arsene alone. Let him just be old in peace. Yeah. And let him just be handsome. Let He's him just, just constantly laying on grass. Yeah, like, let him cool up, man. Like, let Uncle Arsene be Uncle Arsene, man. Like, he's just... He doesn't need a coach anymore. He's, he's, he's a legend. Bro, Del Boy, whatever you... Whatever edible you popped about half an hour ago just hit. What because he said in the chat, for English national team manager, he said, Bielsa or Poch... Could you imagine? First and foremost, Marcelo Bielsa. For, hold on, hold on, hold on. First and foremost, I'm going to give you a live history lesson. So I'm not even on Twitter. <laughs> Do you know what the Falklands are, homie? Do you not know what the Argentine and English beef is? He would lose his his Argentine citizenship if he managed the English national team. Do you not team. know how many Argentines would never like post the English national team? You talking about after Bro. the after the Falklands, my guy? You're wild. All right, let's say Marcelo Bielsa is Chilean. He is who he is, but he just doesn't happen to be Argentinian. Could you imagine the level of maniac he is as a national team coach? Bro, it takes like, it takes six to seven months for players to learn where to even, what to do in his system because it's maniacal. And also, your center backs have to be good enough to be midfielders. Harry Maguire bringing the ball up? 
That's his, that's his specialty. <laughs> to be fair, that's what Harry does well. I'll say this much, though. Shout out to Carl Anker. Harry, Harry Guard runs into space well. Yeah. He ain't all of a sudden taking over your number eight. Fair enough. I'll say this much, though. Shout out to Carl Anker for telling me about this. You know what Murder Ball is, what Bielsa does? Of course. Yo, so I've heard a couple different descriptions of this. Yeah. It's before the match. No, no, no. It's like just training. No, but I heard he does this before the match. Yes. He said, what is it? It's like a 9v9. Yeah. And when a ball goes out, just another one is immediately tossed back yeah. in. Just going hard. Like, literally just... Just li- running. Yeah. Like, there's no clock limit. But you have to go intense. Like, 130%. Just killing yourself. Just literally just murdering yourself. So it's called murder ball because... I heard he does this before actual games. I wouldn't be shocked. Bielsa's, on, Bielsa's not a normal human being. Could you imagine Harry Kane running for 90 minutes before having to play... No. 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 Could you imagine, like, just Calvin Phillips, who has, like, well, Calvin Phillips has done. Yeah, he's got an engine. He got an engine. He's done that before. But, like, you know what? You know, of all the English national team players, Kyle Walker could do it. Calvin Phillips could do it. For sure. I can see possibly Bukayo Saka could do it. Declan Rice definitely could do it. Declan, Declan Rice guy got an engine on him. Grealish, I even think, might be able to do it. Possibly, but then... But I think you've hit the end of the list of players that could do it. <laughs> Other than goalkeepers that could play two matches in a row? Hey, man, England... But, like, I just thought about it now. England's just playing for Kaya Tomri. Wow. That depth is insane. And I think that's the best place to end it, because, like, England is nuts. And Jamal says, you, you lot, use lot, play soccer. We play football. Relax. We're going to put you in your place. If the place is by us putting you in a spliff, then we're going to do it, baby. First and foremost, England hasn't won a trophy since 1966, and they cheated to win that. So let's <laughs> do that one. And this man is from London. All right? Uh, all the smoke. 11 v 11, no throw-ins. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's 11 yeah. 11. So there's been – he plays normally full 90 – yeah. Non-stop, no halftime, if I remember correctly. Yeah, just, I, was, I think he switches sides. Yeah, just murder ball. And like, the thing is, to hear it be called murder ball, like, why would I want to put myself through that? Uh, <laughs> Bielsa's Argentina remains my favorite, and it looks... And it, it took a minute for it to come together. First and uh, foremost, that Argentina Bielsa team beat Nigeria in 2002. Um, Nigeria has played Argentina at every. That wasn't Riquilme, was it? Huh? Was Riquilme on that team? I cannot remember. I know Batistuta was on that team. Batistuta is a. Pochettino was on that team. And Ortega was on that team. Was Pochettino on that team? In the 2002 World Cup, he was. Wow. He played with JJ Ococha and Ronaldinho, but he was on that team. Look up 2002 World Cup Pochettino. He was there, long hair and all. Looking like the uh, villain from Bad Boys 2. <laughs> he was there. 100% he was there. Argentina World Cup squad. Yeah, so Nigeria played um, 94 World Cup against Argentina. Did we play him in 98? I don't think so. Javier Zanetti. Jesus, yeah. some of these names. Yeah, like you'll see some of these names. Like German, like Herman Bugos, Roberto Ayala, Sorin. Mauricio Pochettino. Yeah. Almeida. Almeida. Mateus Samuel. Almeida. Pelado, two long hair. Yeah. Claudio wow. Lopez. Batistuta or Ortega, Juan Ferron, Pablo Ca- wow. Cavario, yep. Caballero, yep. Diego Placente, I remember him. Diego Simeone. Yep. What a beat. Oh, my God. Enan Crespo. Yep, he was there. Marcelo Gallo, who's uh, about to be one of the best managers in the world. Pablo Armin was there as well. Wow. Claudio Caniga was there. Yeah, I mean, listen, Argentina. This has was some- a beast of a squad. Argentina- Bielsa managed them, too. That's wild. Argentina has some... Stack squads back in the day, man. Some ridiculous wow. squads. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, Alexis, you are sitting next to an encyclopedia. No, the kid the kid remembers everything. That's why I have him on. I watch um, too much soccer. Like, I promise you, like, I, I have an addiction to this sport. It's not a good thing at all. Please, like, don't be like me. Like... <laughs> 
do better with your life, man. I promise you, there's so much more better things than watching random soccer games. Than, like, it's not good. But yeah. Look like, at this. Uh, Bielsa as England manager with Hernan Lozada and Gabriel Heinz as assistants. Everybody that's been fired from uh, from MLS helping him out. That's perfect. <laughs> y'all in my wheelhouse now, boys. LOL, says Chanchala Millonaria. Uh, Got to head out, y'all. Have a great day. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, yeah. Nice cold brew. So you don't think uh, Gareth Southgate leaves? You no, don't think that no the point. FA makes that choice? I don't think there's any team in this in this World Cup that's going right now that's going to find anybody unless, you know, we didn't qualify. But I could see Nigeria doing it. That's what shit we do. We yeah. fire manager. Like yeah. We did it before AFCON. So, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to really fire their manager. I think everybody's kind of set in stone now. Now it's just like picking up. This is your cycle. Do with it what you will. Yeah. But everything resets after December. 100%. Yeah. Okay. How far do you think England... How far do you think England gets in the World Cup? Realistically or theoretically? Let's go realistically. Let me me state the obvious. It may not be as big a match for you, but Mm -hmm. trust me, when USA plays you, they're going to give it their all. When Wales plays you, they are coming to destroy that St. George flag. Um, you have no idea. Iran I think is going to be your easiest match. And even then, Iran's going to want it back in blood. So, 100%. You know, I got some history lessons for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel England can make it to the quarters of the semis. Um, I could honestly see them winning it all. I mean, they had the talent to win it all. Right. But it's like... Can they put it together? The answer is always going to be no. It's always can they. And I don't know. For me, this World Cup, though, my favorite is Brazil. I just think, hands down, obviously Brazil's right back is a bit shaky. Left, their fullback's a bit shaky. But overall, Brazil's just... Like, I mean, you got Vinny, Neymar, Rafinha, Anthony. I mean, Paqueta's there. Fred, Casemiro, Fabinho... Bruno Gramayas, like they got so much talent. And all those players are playing at the height of their game and the right thing now. Is, Maybe Neymar actually is, might not be, but everyone else. They Bremer, who's probably the best defender in Syria. Bro, they've got such a stacked squad. And but they again, got, the, they got Allison and Edison as their goalkeepers. The other thing, the fact that Edison is second, you know, is insane to me. But um, the fact that you got a team like Brazil, the problem I have with Brazil is. They're so good, they don't always show up ready to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're so good that they feel like they could wing it. Yeah. That, that, that's the feeling I get sometimes. You know who I... Locally, Joe Linton said Carson. You know who I really like on the low? I uh-huh. like Netherlands a lot. Yo, they missed out last time. They're ready to go. Listen, I and mean, this is my... And Memphis Depay is playing is, really This well, is my though. nickname for him forever. The yeah. Goddamn Sugar. Louis Van Gaal's <laughs> name is the Goddamn Sugar. That's his name forever. <laughs> That three-back system they play with the wing-backs. Yeah. They're That's a nasty fun. That's team. a fun team Yeah, to like, when I watch, like, their back three of Ake, Van Dyke, and Timber together, and then they got, you know, their full-backs bombing up. It's, yeah. It's a fun team, man. I, I like the Dutch national team right now. It's going to be crazy. I need them to win something, though. Like Yeah, I want to see. I want to see them at least make, like, semifinal, quarterfinal kind of level. I think the thing for me is just, like, the fact they had all these teams, like the Davids, the Sedos, the Burkamps, yeah. the Van Nistelroids, the, the Van Persie. Van Persie. The Koku brothers. Right. Uh, Bolo Zenden. Like, yo, they had some talented players. Mark Overmars. I can keep going on and yo, on. Yo, but such day. a tiny fucking country. Yeah. Dude. And they've got such incredible, incredible man, talent. Listen, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. But the World Cup's going to be fun, man. It's, it's a shame it's in Qatar in December, in November. Uh, we we watching NFL, NBA, college football. And, and the World Cup. At the same time. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Jamal, y'all invented the word soccer. I'm bringing that up every time uh, we get shit on for it. Yeah. Uh, LMN's, LOL man said USA. What the fuck? Yeah, that's right. I did. Uh, Spain fired Lopetegui two days before Russia. 
did not work out well. Well, didn't he like agree to take the Real Madrid job mid like two days before a World Cup? That was yeah. stupid of him. Yeah. Uh, stop talking about USA like you guys are on smoke. You are nothing. It's basically Pulisic and ten other nobodies. Uh, and Pulisic is washed. Keep thinking that. And then Jamal, come back. Look, we're gonna be doing daily episodes during the World Cup, so you will have a you will have a moment I might to come even, back in this chat and I'll, let me remind you how many them nobodies bust your ass. Bro. I might even have to show up just just for that. <laughs> Yo, we will be bringing on guests, so yeah. you are welcome. Yeah. Um, and by the way, we uh, we didn't get a chance, but Christian's not here, so we're gonna talk about it when he gets back. Uh, but thank you for all the kind messages. Uh, you mm-hmm. guys all saw the announcement. Uh, we have joined Metal Arc Media. That will Shout be out getting. To them. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we look. I'll give you guys a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. We got offers from a lot of folks after we left Fubo. Uh, shouts to Fubo as well. They were they've been really cool uh, since the whole thing. But we got a lot of offers from a lot of people. We wanted to go with someone that really understood the sport, cared about the sport, and thought that it was important to have diverse vo- voices like us as a part of the sport. And that you know, from a lot, we got offers from people who didn't care about the sport. We got offers from people who only cared about the diverse part. We got offers from people that you know. We're like, well, we want to make it more of an important thing. It, it took a lot to find someone that met all the metrics. Uh, and when it did, it was it was, it was amazing. So uh, thank you for uh, Metal Arc for giving us an opportunity. Uh, Christian and I are, are greatly appreciative. And honestly, to announce it right before his wedding, uh, probably made his conversations with his in-laws a little bit easier. So do thank this, you very much. I do this soccer <laughs> shit for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because people were like, I heard you guys are like doing something now. Like we've been doing this for seven years, bro. Yeah. Um, but I guess none of you have Fubo. Um, but listen. <laughs> Uh, shouts to everyone uh, who uh, who sent us some nice messages. That was important. Uh, Tosin does a bunch of really cool shit. I think one of the things you can't announce just yet. Uh, yeah. Listen, but uh, if they do want to know when the announcement pops out, they do want to know about it. Where can yeah. they follow you now? So my Twitter is Nigerian Scams with three S's. So it's Nigerian Scams, three S's. Uh, also, I am the co-founder and the host of the Shirtless Plantain Show. Um, let's just say that um, it's time. That's all I can say about that. It's time. That's, whatever you want to interpret that The as, clock has run out. It's time. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. Uh, I heard a ding. Yeah. From the oven. It's yeah, cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time. It's ready. Right. So whatever whatever that means in your own little world and lexicon, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh Charlotte's Plantation shows uh, a little soccer thing that me and the homies do. And um, yeah, man, it's, it's Bro, there was an era when we started our show, there was an era where Shirtless Plantain was like it. If you weren't listening to that, you weren't in the know. You know what yeah. I mean? Um Y'all had a real vibe. I loved it. Yeah, it's just And you heard the smoke. Yeah. He'd been like this since six years old. That shirtless playing team was yeah, I mean, very, 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 very un- unserious. Is how I, I'm gonna um, say. <laughs> I just been very busy with my with my professional job. Yeah, you've been building. Yeah, it's been, sometimes you, know, you gotta build. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm you know very grateful for the job I have now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the team I work with, amazing team. Um, but shout out to everybody at CBS. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's all the homies are there, bro. Yeah, CBS it's is great, great time. It's, 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 it's we're not. They hate us, but all the homies, everyone else is there. <laughs> we do not. We do not hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Not you guys, the check signers. Not big Cooligans fans, but everyone else is, and that's all that matters. Uh, shouts to everybody uh, for hanging out. Tosin, thank you so much for making My this. Guy. Thank Come you on. So much for we said we were going to work together, and yeah. I'm so happy that you were able to take Christian Polanco's seat. Yeah. Uh, make sure you hit the follow and subscribe button. Uh, you know, uh, for, to be uh, 27678 or whatever my guy's name is, thank you so much for becoming a member, uh, for everyone helping out. All the new uh, Patreon members, uh, there's a couple on here. Do I have time? To call you out real quick. Uh, 
no, this isn't updating. All right, well, listen, thank you for everyone uh, who's joined Patreon in the last few weeks. You guys are the best. Uh, you can check out our Paris video right now. Uh, the video of my speech will be up soon as soon as we get that back from the videographers. Uh, Chanchala United said, Alexis, let's pretend I'm not on social media, only join Twitch to chat shit with y'all. Where can we see, hear you once this happens? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Well, you just go to at Soccer Cooligans, at Nigerian Scams with three S's for this guy, at Soccer Cooligans for everything we're yeah. doing. I'm also personally at not Alexis, N-O-T-A-L-E-X-I-S. Shouts to everybody. Salute to you, Brad Henry. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out. You guys are the best. What would we do without yeah. you? Thank you, guys. It's fun.